show with Austin and Matt. Uh, welcome to the start of the week. Um, you know, sucks it's Monday, but we'll get through it. Um, yeah. So let's uh, expand on our unpopular opinions. Uh, last week we covered society. This week we're covering relationships. Um, mm-hmm. So buckle in. Oh. <laughs> uh, the first one is it's okay to fart in front of your significant other. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't understand how you could tell someone you better not fart in front of me, motherfucker. <laughs> um, you know what they say? Women don't fart. They don't poop. They don't have the organs. They don't do any of that, dude. I, women don't have colons. Yeah. That doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the baby goes. <laughs> and then if they had a colon, how could you fit a baby inside of them? Like, that don't make no sense. I don't know, you can fart. But dude, even, I still, I still laugh. Yeah. Well, Sometimes. I think it depends. It definitely takes a minute to get comfortable with it because, I mean, especially if you rip one and it, like, stinks. <laughs> yeah. Like, enough to gag. Like, you're gagging yourself. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> That's, that, that can be very hard to do the first time. After especially the first time, Especially if it's a though, new relationship, though. Yeah, like, yeah. first couple weeks, it's, it's definitely hard to fart because it's like, I don't know why it's taboo, but it's taboo. But it's like... That first one, where it's like she questions why she's dating you, that's the one that's hard. <laughs> After that, it's easy. Yeah. Like, like you've already set the bar so low yeah. that anything else. So is, she's like, oh, that's not the best. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh, okay. At some point, it's like they don't even hear it. Like, yeah. I'll rip one. I'm like, damn, she's gonna make a face. She's just staying on her phone. I'm like, perfect. You know what? <laughs> yeah, all night. Um, and then, of course, there's the day where they fart in front of you and you have to be equally accepting. And that's just like, okay, let it out, girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you read them on. Yeah, you too. Come on. Yeah. Shit yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's okay to fart in front of your significant other. There's nothing wrong with farting. Everyone does it. Um, except women. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> You don't have to go through hell and back with someone to prove that you're a down-ass person because that's not how relationships work. And there's someone out there that will not cheat on you and worship the ground you walk on. Um, that was a loaded statement. I don't know if I heard anything you just said. Basically, you don't have to you know, go through hell to prove that you're worth it to somebody. Uh-huh. Um, you'll find someone who finds you worthy and is super into you. Um, and I don't even see how that's an unpopular opinion. Like, that would mean the popular opinion is uh, go through hell just so you can find love. Like, that's stupid. Like, the whole point yeah. of a relationship is to be happy with someone else. Like, um, there's no reason to suffer in a relationship. Otherwise, why be in the relationship? It's an option. Like, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I agree. Uh, I wouldn't even consider that unpopular unless I'm just like completely mixed up on what, what you should be uh, feeling in a relationship. But, um, no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that one. Uh, long distance is easy with the right person. Oof. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't. I've never been in a long term relationship so, or a long distance relationship, so I don't. I wouldn't know personally, but I feel like it. Even if you are super right for each other, it's gonna be hard because it's yeah. like because like like ninety percent of a relationship is what you do together, like going out, spending time, cuddling on the couch finding a new TV show, like all these things that, you know, aren't very possible in a long distance relationship. Uh, so yeah, I think it would definitely be hard, but, um, I think you can make it work. I think, you can, I think it depends on the time frame. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, if you have, you know, if it's like someone's maybe in the military, being deployed or something like that, I can think you can make that work, you know, or like if you have business ventures or something, you have to be out for three months or so. Military wives are widely known to uh, be unfaithful, so... I mean, I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying all military wives are unfaithful, but I mean, it's it has that um, it's definitely stereotype a, uh, yeah, for a reason stereotype, um, and that's that's pretty much a proven point. Then. So maybe long distance. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you can make it work. Yeah, of, you, course, of course you can make but it work. Any, you that can make also anything shows, work, but that also shows that I don't know. Yeah, I uh, I mean, again, I don't know personally, but I just feel like uh, it'll definitely be hard, but it can it can work. You know, I, I know, I'm gonna bring this up. Some people have might have heard of this. I know I told Jordan this. Um, that there's a professor I had for speech class. I don't know if you had him, Taylor. Oh yeah. Yeah, him. I don't know if he talked about you uh, in your class, but he told us I had him that one girl for her one of her speeches. She argued that love was just time and location, and that was it. I agree. Well, not that's it, but uh, most, well, that was mostly. I mean, I mean, that's like not that's it, but pretty much it was just time and location. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's just a general fact, given that you don't meet someone unless you're in the right place at the right time. Yeah, and then it just so happens it works out. Like if I lived in Minnesota, there's no way in hell I'd be dating Jordan. I wouldn't know mm-hmm. you. We wouldn't have a podcast. Like none of that. It's just yeah. it's all circumstantial. So it's like I think, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to say though. I think it goes along with the long term relation or long term thing. That's kind of like yeah. I think the biggest problem with long term relationships is it's easy to find someone closer to where you're at. Your location is better. Yeah. Um, because again, I don't. I don't really. I think there are soulmates. I do think there are people who are meant for each other, but I think that's in slight instances. Like most of the people who get married would have married someone else if they were born in a different state or live somewhere else Mm -hmm. i don't think you're always destined to find the person you end up with so it's like if you go to a different state and you you leave your girlfriend or fiance or wife behind you will probably find someone who shares more interest with you who you find more compatible with yourself um any kind of situation like that And, and then it makes it difficult because it's like i'm here we can interact face to face and do the same things I can do back home and we connect maybe even better than my current situation. The trick is, I, w- I believe, would be being keeping the trust with your partner. So it's like if, if you're super into your partner, then you're not going to betray their trust. OK, mm-hmm. so it's yeah. like even if you find someone like that who's super compatible, you know that. She may not love you the same way your current partner does. Like, love is super hard to, to uh, come by, I believe. Um, like, true, actual love. Um, and just because you're more compatible with someone doesn't mean they're going to love you better than yeah. who you're with now. So, um, I think that would be the trick to a long-distance relationship. is just staying true and being I mean, like, I'm, I'm solid, like... Not letting distractions get in the way. And sometimes if you try to do a long-term relationship, maybe it's just the best to just, like, almost end it. Yeah. You know, take a break or something, you know. That way, if anything does compromise, you don't, like, hurt each other in the long term. Yeah. I mean, if and if nothing ever comes out of it, either either it ends and you end up coming back, 
you know, yeah, rekindle the fire or something like that. But um, the next one is you don't have to fight for a relationship just because there's history. If you've outgrown someone after three, four, or five plus years and you know it, then move on. Stop waiting for things to fall back into place when you know it's over. Oh, uh, man, that's a tough one. <laughs> um, I agree with it. You, I do too. I don't think you should. I was, was kind of hoping you. I don't <laughs> think you should ever, you know, stick it out just because you don't want to waste four years because, yeah. I mean, you can gain another 20 years with someone else. So, um, But I do definitely think a lot of people do that. It's a hard truth, but yeah, yeah I agree with it. Uh, people, people are scared to waste years because I mean, time's the only thing that you can't get back. So it's like, it's the one thing that's constantly running, and you will never go back in time and get get time back. So, a lot of people, I think, especially longer relationships, ten years, fifteen years, mm -hmm. it's hard to look back and just say that's it. Like, my memories and my experiences with this person is done um, because it taints those memories, you know. Yeah, I think once you realize that, you need to just have communicate with the significant other, you know, and make it end on a good scenario and cherish those memories instead of, yeah, like, making it shred on for years and years and years. And then those extra years that you're miserable and, or unhappy just overweighs those few three to five years that were great, you know. The big problem is not being able to read minds because, like, you could be like, you're four years in, you know it's not going anywhere, you're, you're done, but you, your significant other could be thinking, we're on the upswing, like, this yeah. is the best it's ever been, and so when you communicate that, and she or he lashes out and crushes you because she, I mean, they're hurt, like, yeah. they think it's on the up, um, and so, uh, and it creates that tension, and so you can't look at the person the same way, it's like, all those memories and all the things you did, you just throw by the wayside because now it's a completely different person you know um however it shouldn't be yeah but i don't think that should ever stop somebody from doing that yeah moving on and finding someone who will actually create those memories that are going to last mm -hmm. because again everyone's going to die you have so much time you i think each person should do whatever makes them happy in that time like yeah if moving on is going to make you happier do it i mean it's not going to stick forever. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I think that's one hard thing for people to do, but I definitely think it's important. Um, uh, the next one is if you act like you don't care, don't be mad when they find someone who does care. Keep that same energy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it would be hard for anybody to commit to a relationship if it seems like the other person is, you know, distant or doesn't care or mm. is not engaged in the relationship. Like, it just doesn't work that way. Um, I, I, I want a preference, though, that I think some people show ways of affection and stuff very differently than others. So I feel like maybe some people feel like they don't care, but then do do things and act have some type of action or something that in their way makes them think they do care so that i think honestly again it brings it full circle back to just communication in that because i mean yes i get someone might not seem like they don't care but they might i don't know that even makes any sense uh yeah it makes sense but at the same time it's like 
if it's expressed to you like I wish you show more emotion or I wish you seem like okay you yeah that's more. a different scenario but you but you I'm like, saying there's no communication whatsoever and you're just like in your own mind okay they're not showing they don't I don't think they're they care without expressing that and then you go to someone else that might also crush the person that you think isn't showing anything when they actually think they are I know I have a hard time showing the emotions on my face like I, mm. I feel and can in my head express all the things I'm feeling and thinking yeah. but I'm terrible at expressing that through my face and my voice I, I'm not good at it um, and so like I can be bad about like if we go out with a big group um, ignoring Jordan for a little while or like I know that I haven't been paying her much attention so my thing is I'll like I'll give her a wink or I'll smile give her a hug just something that knows that I still care and I'm not just ignoring you uh, I do think there are people who go out and, you know, they may think they care, but they go out with a group of friends and they don't talk to, you know, their significant other all night long. Yeah. They just ignore them and act like they're not with them. Um, and I think that would be... I mean, the, that's bad. They're yeah. not caring. Uh, that would be a, a big problem. Um, and you can't be mad at that point if they move on and find someone who will care or show them some kind of, you know... Do you think they way. should communicate first about that or just kind of like start on their own... I, I think I think it's always important if you have a problem in a relationship to bring it up. Um, but do you think that's logically something that like someone shouldn't do? Shouldn't like ignore someone like that? Um, I don't think you should do it, but I do see how it, it's done. Like I I can understand just getting caught up in the night and yeah, you know, in that you know, certain scenario, yeah, conversations yeah. are are cornered and you know stuff like that. Uh, but I think any little minor thing that comes up in a relationship, talk about it because all minor things become major things. Yeah. So, I mean, if 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 you go out and you don't think they're getting paid enough attention, say that. But I mean, if someone were to come along and show you more attention and give you the feedback you're looking for, mm-hmm. you can't be mad when they move on if you yeah. if you haven't done anything to you know yeah, express that, that same. Yeah. I get that. Um. So many people are are so desperate for love that they forget to take the time to love and learn themselves. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. There, I cannot tell you how much I agree with that statement. Because um, a lot of people, I think, use relationships as a way to, you know, push their love. They 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 don't learn themselves first, and so they don't they don't know how they're truly feeling like mm-hmm. in a relationship you have to know how you're feeling and so if you jump from relationship to relationship to relationship how do you know what you even like anymore who are you like you have to know who you are to have a successful relationship um because you're you're always gonna put off your insecurities and your thoughts and think feelings onto that other person because you're not used to being able to handle them yourself you can't yeah. you can't love yourself to know you know, how to express yourself in a way that makes you happy. Um, I definitely believe people chase relationships way too quickly. Um, and sometimes it works, but most times it doesn't. You know, you're never going to find love before you know who you are. I don't, I don't think that can, I don't think that can happen. <clears throat> yeah, it's definitely a, a journey for me. I learned that early on that was happening to me I would wasn't fully you know mice didn't fully like 100% 
quote unquote like love myself or know who I was. So, you know, I was pushing that stuff off to um other girls and such. And that's why I kinda like just gave up on that and now I'm just kinda like I'm almost there. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty much like past like year, especially living in the condo. I think I've been pretty close to pretty much knowing who I am and getting rid of all those insecurities and such. So yeah, because, because yeah, if if you don't know who you are, you're not going to find someone compatible with what you like. Yeah, because your true self's always going to come back around. Because yeah. even if you put on a facade and you act differently to mm-hmm. a person just to hit it off with them, your true self's going to come back around, and it's not going to be the same person that they agreed to date. Yeah, you're a completely different person. But if you would have been like that from the start, you would have found someone who would be compatible with that mm-hmm. and be cool with it. So it's like you have to be super upfront with who you are first. Otherwise, I, I, I said, like you know, back in like high school, I wasn't. Yeah. In coming out into college, I wasn't. But now, like, as I'm being more independent, living on my living on myself, and especially like you guys and stuff. Oh yeah, I mean it's. Yeah, I think I think people are are, they definitely try to find that relationship quickly so they'll conform to whatever the other person wants, which is not yeah, good. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, if the goal of the relationship isn't to eventually get married and be committed forever, then what's the point? I don't want it. Um, Dude, that's not a tough one, too. Personally, I agree, but I don't think that applies to every relationship. I don't think every relationship should be destined for marriage. Um, there are some relationships you have just to hit it off with someone for a few years and you know share intimate times with them or... Um, just express your feelings with somebody, but I don't think every relationship should be I think, destined for marriage. I think a lot of, I think everything in life is almost like, it's a learning lesson. You know, it's, it's a lesson. So like, I think some relationships, again, like I agree with that. I don't think all are meant for marriage. I think some of them are actually meant to maybe help you, help you learn more about yourself or about other people that you know you aren't compatible with or stuff like that. So I think it's more maybe a learning lesson or just to have fun or something. I don't know, but... I think especially for your first girlfriend or boyfriend because it's like... Because you usually start dating someone either like late middle school, early high school. It's your yeah. first date. No one I know of is married after... I know one one couple that married and they were dating late middle school, early high school. It, it just doesn't happen that often. It, mm-hmm. It's a very small amount of cases. And so some of those first relationships are very important, but they'll never lead to marriage, and they probably shouldn't ever. It's to learn. It's yeah. It's how you learn to express yourself and you know um, figure out how relationships work. You know, um, because every single time you break up with someone, you learn a new lesson. You learn mm-hmm. what what happened and how to you know correct that. And in some the future people need to, multiple need to go through multiple relationships to finally figure out that one finally find that one person that like this is how I want to be with yeah I I yeah I, I can't think of very many people who are dating or married to the person that they dated first like their first boyfriend or girlfriend mm-hmm. and ended up married I just, it just I don't think it I have heard of couples that are people who have actually met before like um there's one guy I know of who actually met this girl like I don't know seven years ago or something and it kind of ended badly, but then they went on their separate ways, and then seven years later rekindled and like they're happy as ever. Yeah, 
I mean, because again, I'm sure one of them had to go off and learn who they were. Like, yeah. They just weren't ready to be in the relationship at that time. That's fine. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. So, um, yeah, I, I would mostly agree, uh, disagree with that statement. Um, screaming and yelling at your partner all the time isn't healthy. Healthy. Stop glorifying arguing all the time, and people need to stop telling couples that don't argue that they have a problem. Uh, yeah, I mean that's. Wait, read that first half. I said, uh, read that again. Screaming and yelling at your partner all the time isn't healthy. Mm-hmm. Stop glorifying arguing all the time, and people need to stop telling couples that don't argue that they have a problem. That is like two different spectrums in the same statement. I'm saying arguing is bad, but the people who don't argue are no. It says people need to stop telling pe- couples that don't argue that there's something wrong or there's a problem. So couples that don't argue, uh-huh. you shouldn't tell them that there's a problem, that they're not arguing. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, no one wants... To, I don't think anyone... Well, okay, some people do, but... Personally, I don't think you should ever just pick an argument for the Dude, argument's sake. I hate arguing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hate it. Maybe it was something to do when I was growing up, but I just... I hate yelling. I hate arguing, and I know... I know... I know it's bad, and I've stopped doing before, but I know, I don't know, a few years ago, I guess, when I would get into arguments with people, I would just walk out of the room. I just wouldn't even, I know it was very rude, so I stopped doing that, because <laughs> I learned it was very rude and stuff, but sometimes, I just hate it. But now, you know, I try to, you know, have more of a conversation. I, I just hate arguing. I think it's super important to express disagreements and, you know, um, debate your feelings with people but there's a difference between expressing your differences and getting into a screaming yeah, match yeah yeah it, it should never turn into a screaming match where you're yelling and insulting each other and stuff like that it if you can't handle it mm. emotion like maturely and control your emotions then you may need to reevaluate being in a, in a relationship altogether because yeah. i mean i get there are some circuit certain instances where a screaming match will ensue um, specifically cheating, you walking on someone cheating. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really hard. I I could imagine to not scream at somebody uh, out of anger, but over like stupid stuff like dishes left in the sink that should never go to a screaming match. No, um, you know, lawn not being mowed should never go to a screaming match. You express your disagreements, you talk through it, and you get over it. Like people don't know how to to debate or to disagree anymore without yelling and arguing um which i agree is a problem i mean we could sit there and we can disagree about things for hours and hours mm-hmm. but as soon as we start yelling i mean that's just yeah. that's what i'm out i mean it just yeah it just shuts the conversation down because it's like you're no longer having any actual substance to your argument you're just mm-hmm. letting your emotions control you and i mean that shouldn't happen um what works in one relationship won't work for all. Learning new things with your partner is an important shared experience. Um, yeah, I mean, every relationship's unique and different, so I don't see how how that could be an unpopular opinion, personally. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to skip past that one. Uh, don't tell people when you and your significant other are fighting. You forget everyone else will hold it against them. Agreed. Um, if you if, if you're fighting with somebody, uh, 
I mean, that's your two, but your both of your business. Like, I mean, unless someone lays hands on you, like hits you or physically abuses you, yeah, go out and get help. Tell somebody, but like fighting over or bickering over something, you know, you shouldn't be. Like, if you're married and you have a disagreement, every time you have a disagreement, you tell your mom or you tell your friend. You shouldn't. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, you sh- you shouldn't go outside the relationship to vent about your partner every time you have a disagreement. Um, that means you're not getting all your feelings out to your partner. If you're going off and saying more things and talking about it and venting and ranting, that means you still had more stuff that you needed to say and you need to express to that person yeah. so that they can understand where you're coming from. Again, you should vent to your partner, not to your friend. <laughs> yeah, don't yell. Don't let your emotions take control, but just calmly and respectfully tell them what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And again, you are never required to stay in a relationship. You know, if if you do dis- express your disagreements and it just doesn't work, then they're not willing to compromise. Leave the relationship. But if you're constantly venting and ranting to someone else, that's going to create more problems. Yeah, because that because that your partner can not read your mind. They don't know that. You know, you have to bring that up to them. So, um, I mean, I do. I mean, you might be. You might disagree. You can tell me your thoughts. But I do think. Not venting about your problems to other friends and stuff is a solution whatsoever. But maybe you could always go. You can. I think it is okay to get advice though from yeah. other people outside of the relationship for things that not necessarily. You don't have to tell them the whole situation, but ask for you know a broader advice. Well, again, even if even if you do want to vent just a little bit, just so, so okay, you can use someone else, I believe, to get the emotions out of the way. But if you vent to somebody and then don't bring that same conversation to your significant other, they're not going to know. If you want to use somebody who you trust that will keep your information private, they'll keep it to themselves, you trust them, you vent to them, get all your emotions out, and then go address that with your partner, I think that's okay. Um, Just because you're getting the screaming and yelling out of the way to someone else. Then you can think about it, maybe take some advice, and then rationally apply that to your yeah. conversation. Yeah. So, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, you just can't. You just can't make the vent your only channel of getting your emotions out or yeah. your feelings. Yeah, out. yeah, I one hundred percent agree um, with that. Or tell someone who's going to go tell someone else, going to tell someone to, else, yeah, yeah. and then everyone knows your business. Yeah. Um, a lot of people think it's cool to be around twenty four seven, but that's unhealthy. People need their space. Agree. Um, I agree, and I disagree. Okay. I think that's very circumstantial based on the people. Yeah. I think some couples, I think some, depending on the people, I think depending on the people, they like that and the other people don't. That makes sense. I guess I think some, no one that I personally know, um, guy-wise, likes to be with their girl like 24-7. But female-wise, and a lot of girls like you know to be with their significant other a lot. That's what I like to do, but then others don't. They want to, you know, they want to take their own time off and stuff. So I mean, you can go on, but I'm definitely the type of person who I need some personal space. Um, I can't, and it's not just with you know Jordan. It's everybody. I cannot. I could not hang out with any person for twenty four seven, all hours of the day for several days straight. I just can't do it. Uh, I enjoy and need some alone time or time to go out with other people um mix ideas up you know um 
because if you if you're with the same person over and over and over, um, you know, you're just learning. I mean, you're you're learning each other, but you're not getting anything different. You know, you're not getting different conversations or something like that. I have friends who fit different roles in my life. You know, I can have yeah. certain conversations with this friend, certain conversations with this friend, um, and I need those avenues. Like, I can't I can't have one person because they're not equipped to handle all those conversations. You know, not everyone is into like deep philosophical thought and that's fine but i need friends who are so i can discuss that kind of stuff and talk it out um i need friends to talk sports too like all these kind of things and so all of the people in my life are important to me and and serve that role to to allow me to express myself and talk with them um and importantly i need my alone time too i need time where i can just go by myself think do meditate whatever mm-hmm. take a nap it, it really doesn't matter i just need some time to myself um you know for my for me you know i have to reconnect with myself a lot um i'm naturally introverted so um i really enjoy alone time um but again i also enjoy uh the relationships i have with the people in my life uh and like to you know keep those going um but I couldn't there's no one on this earth I think I could sit around 24-7 with um, and never leave their side you know um, but that's just me no I am totally ex- almost exactly the same <laughs> <laughs> to believe it or not like there's instances where if we're like going a little bit off the relationship avenue and just going like just all rela- like we're going off a different like all relationships not just a significant other I mean, I can go, like, weeks every single day going with different di- different people, like you're saying. And but then I can also go weeks just not seeing a single person. Yeah. And be totally fine. I, I so. definitely have a social media, like a gas tank. Yeah. And, like, yeah. as soon as that gas tank's empty, I'm done. Yeah. Like, like yes. I'm, I'm out. Yes. I can't have any more, you know, mm-hmm. deep conversations. I don't contribute. I'm just, like, checked out. I'm in yeah. my own head, and I need to get away and take some time to breathe, you know? Um, 100% the same. And, and again, there's people who are super outgoing and can't stand being by themselves. They have to have someone to, to latch on to. But I also think it's healthy for them to have multiple different people to express different ideas and opinions with and stuff like that. Um, but again, I know there are some people who are super happy spending 24-7 with their significant others. Um, but personally that's I, why that's what I'm saying at the end of the day that I think statement is very subjective based on the person yeah but for us pretty much the same when it comes to that aspect so I think I think in general though it is good to have some time just for yourself um because I I, think, I mean yes I do I agree as well yes because I think if you're around someone 24-7 um people naturally tend to take on the other person's viewpoints ideas and opinions and conform to themselves and uh, so a lot of couples I know who are around each other 24-7 um, typically end up fighting later on in their relationship because mm-hmm. they are so used to doing what the other one cares or, or wants from them. And it goes back to learning yourself. You forget yeah. who you are. Yeah, yeah. And sometime you're going to revert back and it's going to create problems. So I do think everyone needs some kind of time to reconnect. It just may not take a day like it does me. It may take, you know, 30 minutes, go off, do something that they love, and then mm-hmm. come back. But I do think it's healthy yeah, to, I agree. to keep who you are. Um, 
There's no such thing as the honeymoon phase. If you're in love, you're in love. You don't just lose the lovey-dovey feeling after the first couple months. Well, we already talked about this pretty much. Um, well, I would disagree. Um, I do think there's a honeymoon phase. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's what we covered earlier, but yeah, after you talking about how we talked about earlier about the three four years, you're not as happy anymore. And well, I'm I'm just saying in general for those people, you know, you you grow apart. But I oh, you're saying you still could love them? Yeah, 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 but. There is definitely a honeymoon phase, you know? Um, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree. There, there's a phase in your relationship, the first, I would say, six months to a year, where it's like pure bliss because you're still learning that person. After that is when you start getting hitting your disagreements and learning things that are different about you, which create the friction. And the friction, I believe, is what stops the honeymoon phase because now you're, you have to address the relationship to a next level it's no longer just like a new thing that you're still learning um but that's what makes or breaks relationships you know you come off of the honeymoon phase where everything's great and you don't disagree and you don't argue and there's no fighting and then you you have to address your first conflict or your first argument successful relationships learn how to communicate and get past that and you'll have more feelings of love and you know honeymoon phase ish but then you'll have another argument. And so you have to get you have to get through these stages of arguments. Like no couple in the history of couples has ever gone without ever arguing. You know, everyone has their disagreements and no one is exactly alike. Um, and I think that's what the honeymoon phase is. It's the time before you have to face the actual problems in your relationship. You know, um, every relationship has their problems. Well, I think it's just very human nature to have that outside the whole realm of relationships is just to have a honeymoon phase with almost anything yeah i mean even like if you buy a new phone i mean after a year yeah you won't upgrade because because it's it's the new experience that you're yeah exactly getting and it's like and that creates dopamine rushes it creates Mm -hmm. adrenaline and it's actual chemicals in your body that are making you feel that way yeah and so like again first kiss you know first time you go out you know um, all these things are new with this person. And so yeah. it's, it, it, it dumps your dopamine, your adrenaline's kicking, and it, it feels amazing. Like you're doing these things for the first time with someone new, but eventually it's not new anymore. Mm-hmm. The novelty wears off. And now that's when I think the relationship gets serious because now you're in a committed relationship. You've agreed to communicate and get past your differences and stick to this person even though you're not kicking an adrenaline anymore anytime you kiss. However, I mean, there's ways that you can, you know, expand what you, what the two partners do that can recreate. Yeah, for sure. That. I think a lot of that is, you know, going out and doing new things or experiencing things together. That creates your dopamine. Exactly. And it it extends your relationship. Um, Whenever you're happy just to, you know, go to opposite sides of the house and not talk all day, you know, your relationship is done. You have to experience new things with this person um, or it it just wears off. Um, Just because someone says I love you does not mean you are forced to say it back. Save the opposing party some heartbreak and be honest. Uh, Yeah, I agree. Um, You know, you can't force someone to love you. You can't force someone to into a relationship with you. Um, and sometimes it doesn't work, you know, 
you feel the love to this person, but you know, that doesn't, they're not required to reciprocate that. Um, I don't see how you could force someone to say it back or. Sometimes people just, this is also, you know, just subjective based off the person. Some people just fall in love a lot faster than the others. Yeah. Well, again, I think, I think human nature, you try to avoid awkwardness. You know, you don't want to ever be in awkward situations. <laughs> And so off topic, but being in awkward situations is kind of funny. <laughs> it's kind of fun <laughs> on the outside. It yeah. sucks to be in them, but yeah, I mean, I guess so. But, um, sorry. And so it's. It, I mean, if someone said "I love you," and you don't love them back, it's awkward. Like yeah, like, yeah, like, oh, like, yeah, like of course. You, like it because it's like, damn, do I tell them and lie to them, or mm-hmm. do I be honest and just you know hurt them? You know. Um, but I think it's always important to be honest. You shouldn't ever lie, especially when you're dealing with someone else's emotions and feelings, okay? Because mm-hmm. that hurts. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a lot better to do that right then, say, look, this is not working, and then it's over. They'll forget about you in two years, I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. But if you drag that out, you go on dates, you go do this and that, and you, you're pulling them further in, and then in two years you drop it on them, you know what, I never really loved you. That hurts way more than just being up front from the beginning yeah it's awkward but you know be honest it, it, you're going to save them way more heartbreak being honest first than you are dragging it out and allowing time to pass between between that <clears throat> um fairy tales have diluted what a real relationship looks like Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I would, I would say kind of. Um, yeah, because, I mean, I I think so, because... <sighs> it's not to say I don't think a fairy tale relationship could exist. I just don't think it would last very long. Because, again, you're going to have confrontation, you're going to fight. That's... But, and the thing is, fairy tales don't show that part. Yeah. They show all the, the honeymoon phase. Yeah, they show the honeymoon phase. They show the new, the new love. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's great, but they're... Every relationship will have a conflict. Every single one. So of them. I think it's based off if the person truly believes that's what a relationship is. You know what I'm saying? Or because I mean, I can see that and be like, I that yes, that's part of it, but it's also only like you know forty percent of an actual relationship. And I feel like now again, this may be completely off base, but I feel like that affects women more than men. Because they see these Disney princesses who are swept off their feet with their prince charming, and of, of course they want that. You know, mm-hmm. like who who wouldn't want to have their lives recreated? Because they're living a perfect life in the fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it creates a situation where they expect that from somebody, and you just can't. Like no one is prince charming. No one can do the right things every single time. You know, it, it's just not possible. And so it creates a false sense of what a relationship should be, uh, which, you know, creates problems and yeah, false sense of reality. frictions. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think it dilutes what a relationship looks like. Um, last one. Happy wife, happy life ain't code for let her run your life at the, ex- let her ruin your life at the expense of your own happiness. Um, yes. We're just saying happy wife, happy life is wrong. That what the unpopular opinion saying? Well, it it means that that saying does not mean you can let her ruin your life at the expense of your or no run your life at the expense of your own happiness. I get what it's saying. So, 
that, that, that doesn't mean she should be able to control you in expense for your own happiness. Yeah. Um, so you oh. shouldn't conform to, you shouldn't do everything you do to make her happy. And so, a.k.a. soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, 100%. Yeah, you should um, not be that. <laughs> you should keep her happy, but that doesn't mean you have to do every single little no. thing she does and make her happy while you're suffering. No, yeah, um, that's... Again, communicate. That's like, mm-hmm. I swear to God, that's the most important thing. Dude, that's like, communication to me, you may disagree, but communication to me is like a diet when you're trying to, you know exercise or yeah when you're trying to like exercise and build muscles something like that like it's like the cornerstone like the building block of a relationship just and like a diet is and yeah it is the hardest it, thing too it is difficult to learn how someone else communicates and you know be on the same page mm-hmm. super hard like i can't tell you how many times i've had disagreements and all all it would have taken to avoid it was a simple conversation but it was so hard for me to have that conversation um, that it created friction and problems. And that's with, that's not just significant others. That's with friends, family, you know, dude, acquaintances. And, <laughs> you have to communicate. Dude, and just all relationships, I mean, you know this, I'm a big people pleaser. So it's hard for me to even get out my stuff to even you guys. Yeah. I'm getting better at it as the time goes on. But I mean, I'm, I mean, just me, I'm a people pleaser. So it's hard for me to come out and communicate negative stuff to people because um, I'm afraid to hurt their feelings or whatever but yeah, and that's, it's just something that's part of life you have to do and that's the hard part yeah. anyone can communicate good news like yeah, that's easy of course yeah but it's the bad news that, that is hard to communicate and makes or breaks relationships of all kinds uh, you know intimate relationships relationships with friends families everything uh, if the communication's off it's just not going to work you have to be on the same page um, because again, you can't read minds. You don't know what they're thinking, so you have to put that out in words. Um, but yeah, f- as being an introvert, <laughs> super hard. Yeah, uh, <laughs> going out of my comfort zone and you know, expressing the way I feel when you know, I've never really done that. Like I am not an expressive person. You know, um, most people, if you saw me passing the street, you'd think I'm a dick just for no reason. It's just my face. I've been told <laughs> two hundred times. My, I have a resting bitch face, you know. I don't know if I have a resting bitch face, but I don't know have I don't have I know I don't have a uh, comforting. Yeah. Um. But that's just. But I'm still experiencing things. I still have my thoughts and feelings, so it's really hard for me to, you know, break that shell and put it out there. I, I like to have the calm, you know, unfazed demeanor, but that it's not helpful most of the times. Like, yeah. But that's just who I am. Like I, I like to put that on, um, because I, it creates like a shell around me that you know I feel can distance myself if if a relation or a conversation not working out or I don't want to be approached by a certain person something like that. Um, yeah, it, I mean it's just like I don't know my comfort blanket, <laughs> which is really hard to break. Yeah. <clears throat> And it sucks because we have that. It's like, I feel like people aren't as willing to come up to you. But I feel like the same for you as it would be if me, if someone just came up to me and like had a conversation, like a decent, nice conversation, and I'd be open to it. I'm not going to be rude to them or whatever. I'm going to be nice. Just like what anyone else, even though I might not look as, um, my expression might not be as welcoming as others. Well, I think it's super, again, I think what makes it super hard is growing up in a society that doesn't 
encourage men to express emotions and feelings, you know? Um, men are supposed to be the hardworking, mm-hmm. you know, no emotion kind of guys who you just get stuff done. Um, but every, everyone experiences emotions and feelings. There's no one who's never felt an emotion, you know? Um, and so to, to cover those up and, you know, put on this shell, it's a habit, you know? I'm, I'm in the habit now of not expressing myself, which has made it difficult in some of my relationships, you know? Because they want me to be expressive and, and express who I am, but it's hard for me because I have no practice with that. Like, I, I've always put on a shell, emotionless face, and I mean, it just became my personality. So it's like, it's something I've had to work on to learn how to express myself and show emotion because I know that's what people need, you know? Yeah. Um, and it kind of sucks that, you know, th- that's how it is, but um, I do think it's getting easier for men to express themselves. Um, I think society is accepting it more. Um, but I think it's also important. Um, it's hard to keep everything pent up to yourself and have your own thoughts swimming around your head without being able to express them. Have you ever expressed thoughts out loud by yourself? Uh, I believe so. Just like talking to yourself. Kind of. Yeah. Like you just like in that you're in that moment where you like just have to have your alone time, and there's stuff that you don't want to vent out to anybody, but yourself kind of thing. So you just get it off your chest to yourself. Like almost like just out in the universe kind of feel. I don't typically uh, externalize it. I usually keep it all in my head and mm-hmm. process it. But I definitely have conversations with myself of what I'm experiencing. I just have a hard time putting it into words. Like, because a lot of times, if I could, if my brain could just fucking write down what I'm feeling and thinking, I'd be fine. But when I go to do it, it's just like I don't have the words to use. Like, there's nothing that I can do to describe what I'm feeling or thinking. Um, in, in regards to anything, or just like your, well, your and just like your relationship. Um, I mean, in in regards to anything, it it, it happens in in all scenarios like it's not just with my my relationship but in general it's just hard for my brain to put it into words i'm not i I, i'm not an expressive person and so finding the words to say because again in my head i'm like i don't want to hurt their feelings i don't want to make them mad but i need to express this and i just it's in my head but i can't do it in a way that's you know eloquent or comes across correctly um and I think most of that's just, um, you know, a little bit of self-consciousness. You know, I, if I said the things I thought just right off the top of my head, I would probably be fine. But in my head, I'm like, I need to cushion this or I need to, you know, take the edge off of it. Uh, which I think is what creates the problems with me expressing myself. Like the overthinking type of yeah, scenario. Yeah, 100% overthinking. Uh, which I think... That's a problem with me too. Overthinking, but it also it like it's, um, it's a blessing and a curse though because I feel like in some scenarios, um, branching off just a little bit from our relationships. In some scenarios, overthinking is beneficial because if you were to say it with emotion and just off the top of your head, it could come out the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, but however, in some other scenarios, if you start overthinking things and then say it or express it, then you're like, the other person 
a significant other or something like that might have a total different perspective or a different mindset what they were maybe having or saying in that scenario and you they're like that's not even close to what I, I was yeah. coming off of yeah um, and that's two different it's just the two different kinds of personalities there's people who talk before thinking they're just natural instinct is to go words first which is fine um, mine's just thought first I, yeah. I'm stuck in my thoughts and I I know what to say better in my head than I do from my voice you know um, I just I don't know where the disconnect is but it's just easier for me to compartmentalize and internalize my thoughts um, than it is to externalize them and express them but um yeah, that's it. That's all of them. So uh, we're going to wrap this up. We will be back Wednesday to talk about news. Um, and then we'll have one more unpopular opinion segment next Monday. Um, and then we'll probably move into some philosophical talk. Get a little deep thinking. Getting deep. So that should be interesting. But in the meantime, have a great week. Thanks for listening.